Welcome back to the Black Woman Be Whole podcast. Um, we're here for another episode, episode number 14 to be exact. And we're actually um, wrapping up our first season here on the Black Woman Be Whole podcast. Um, I'm Markia. Kim and Ebenisha are also here with me. Whoop, whoop. We're Black women working hey. on being whole. Um, so we're definitely going to do like a little recap of our first season, as well as talk about our vision for the future. But before we get all the way into our episode, ladies, how's it going? What are you all working on this week? Hey, y'all, it's Kim. Beep, 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 beep. Hey, what's going on, honey? You know, I'm working on my end of summer stuff. I have a ritual where I just try and um, take some time to myself go to the beach or do something fun summary that I didn't get the chance to do. So I'm just kind of planning that. And there's like two options. One is to like get up on the Metro North train and go hiking. And the other one is to like spend a day at Coney Island, hit the beach, hit the amusement park, go up and down the boardwalk, you know, hit a bar or two, go to the freak show. So just something really interesting and fun that I haven't um, been able to do for the summer. And what freak show are we talking about? Because I know there's like a freak show that goes on at Coney Island. That's the one. people have different talents. Oh, I didn't know which freak show you were referring to. <laughs> what other freak so show is there? I mean, hey, I just want some clarity for the listeners. Okay. That's it. Because you, know. you can be going show. to any type of freak show. Let's be clear about right. Right, what we're talking about. That's all. That's it. I'm going <laughs> to the Coney Island freak show. Okay. Okay, what about People. you, Adnisha? Okay. <laughs> um, so I think for the end of the summer, and just excuse my, but I'm really working on really to go into some real hood ass events. Like I can't front. I've been in a house for so long. I really need to be around black people in a real, really different way. And when I say hood, I, I mean it in the most positive way possible, right? But I just want to go to some real blackly black black events. So a couple of weeks ago, I went to an R&B party. It was actually at Coney Island. It had a couple of different DJs. One of my favorite DJs, DJ SNS, was there. And it was just like a sing-along, y'all. Like every R&B song that you can think about, I was just singing. And it was in the rain at that. So I was really having a Black girl moment because my hair is braided. So I didn't care about my hair. The rain didn't bother me. I was bobbing so crazy. Case was there. He can't really sing as good as he used to, but who really cares, right? Case showed up. Little C's was there. You know, from like little oh, Kim, that's Biggie the back 90s in the day. So right. So like it was 90s, 80s, 2000, all the R&B that you could think about. And everybody was just singing along all together. Like it was a vibe. And so I need those type of events to end off the summer I need like a cookout where like everybody from the neighborhood that you haven't seen and I don't know how long is there I just need that loving feeling that's what I felt I love being around my people I felt loved I didn't know half the people there but all you had to do was look at somebody and it was like okay you know that song okay <laughs> everybody was hitting a high note it was crazy so I need that so I'm working on having more of those experiences as I end out my summer that's what I'm working on. <laughs> okay. So these 90s, you know, like if you think about it, that when you just mentioned Case and like Little C's, like I'm thinking about like when I saw those commercials on PBS with the oldies, we're yes. now the oldies. Like that was like 
Damn near that 30 was years a 30 ago. years ago. The 90s was no, that shit is disrespectful. 25 to, to 30 years. Yeah, it was. What's up with that? I'm auntie now. I'm I'm listen, I'm going to take my role. I'm going to accept it. I am going to acknowledge it. You could call me auntie. But I already I because you know why you can call me auntie? Because I know that any young boy look at me and be like, oh, she could get it. Like, so I'm still popping. <laughs> So okay. it's cool. You can call me auntie because I'm still popping all day. I'm popping to the 20 year old, a 30 year old, a 40 year old, a 50 year old. And somebody's granddaddy want me to be their PYT. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Mr. Steal your man. Steal your grandma. <laughs> What's your grandfather's name? <laughs> oh God. Tell him I'll be a little pretty young fan. Um, I might be doing the most today. I'm sorry. Y'all. We have- <laughs> I'm off the chain today. He's okay. Hilarious. Marquia, what have you been working on? Resting. <laughs> Resting. Um, Come through with the rest. Yes. In that ministry. Come through. Definitely been um, a lot of adjustments with work. I'm training three times a week at 5.50 in the morning. Um, I'm not a morning person, so definitely working on resting and calibrating my sleep schedule. That's kind of the most important thing right now because I'm always tired now. Come through with sounding responsible. <laughs> Come through circadian rhythm. I just like sleep. And it's not happening the way it's supposed to be happening right now. So it's kind of sad. Get your naps, oh. girl. Yes, naps. Naps are life. <laughs> I think everybody did say some type of self-care thing, right? Like when I look at the things that we're working on, they're all self-care-esque. Yes, and we do record this on Sundays, so I don't think it's by any accident that we're talking about our self-care <laughs> come on Marquia I like that we like to tie I, it in we like to tie it in <laughs> I, I just want to tell everybody I think I went in a little while ago but I think I'm gonna be all right <laughs> man that's usually me I'm glad it was you today <laughs> okay y'all so y'all know I'm a therapist so then like it's half therapist half Anisha and when Anisha come out you know I don't know what you want here so I try and tame her like I just try and pull her back sometimes but she came out a little bit today. So I think we all in. Let's go. Now we're all about bringing full self. So, so it's okay. Yes. Full self, full authentic self. Absolutely. Authentic black girl today. Yes. <laughs> That's that real black girl shit we do on right now. <laughs> so as we're getting ready for this wrap up, we wanted to take some time to walk down memory lane, right? And figure out our favorite episodes and our favorite parts of making this podcast so um you know what it was like making a podcast for me um it was cool because I just got to shoot the shit and just say things that I would usually say to people in real life but I guess now a lot more people get to hear it um that's kind of like the main thing that I took away from it and also just you know, being mindful of like placement of microphones and things like that. I'm probably still not great at that, but (laughs) those are like definitely the like biggest things I think that stood out initially about making a podcast. What about you, Anisha? Well, as you said that I moved my microphone because <laughs> it's usually supposed to be a little higher than where it was. So thank you for that. That was a prompt. You didn't even know that you did just now. Um, so for me, making a podcast, this is my second podcast that I do. Um, the other podcast, I think I show up a little bit differently. I kind of show up as Anisha, the therapist most of the time. So on here, um, I get to, to show up 
and my full authentic self. So I love it. I love it. But in the beginning, I just didn't know what that would look like. Like I was like, oh, what if my clients listen? And, you know, I'm on my real black girl shit. What will they think about me at that point? But I also thought about, I think that all my clients, they see the different sides of me at times. And I think that they really appreciate it. And I think that if any of my clients ever listen, they would appreciate me in this way. They're like, oh, Anisha's pretty cool. I think they already know that, but yeah, I'm really kind of sarcastic and funny. And, you know, I say kind of out of this world type of stuff sometimes that I don't really say too much on here, but I think that I was able to be accepting of my full self and allowing people to hear my authentic self and not get too caught up in my role and my identity as a therapist. That's what I would say. So I appreciate this podcast in so many different ways. It's pushing me out of my comfort zone. So I'm grateful. Kim, what about oh, you? Oh, wow. I, like, why well, I had to come after that? Because <laughs> mine is not going to look sound like that at all. Okay. Thank you for showing me up, therapist friend. Um, you know, no, gratitude. You, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Do it up. No, I think um, I what I really appreciate about this podcast was the ability to um, really get into a deep dive of topics that I think need to be brought up to the community and to hear three different thoughts and be able to present that to people and and be able to just really talk through some stuff was really, I think, an awesome experience for me. Um, I did not love having to edit all this shit and send this shit to the editor because I became the editor on the side, which is why I left you and Nisha to do all the writing at the beginning after a while because I was like, I'm not doing both this shit. Girl, no. <laughs> okay, so Kim wears like 10,000 hats all the time. And so I will say that I am guilty of being like, okay, girl, you got that? Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead and take that then if you got it. And I think Kim was like, wait, wait, wait. I actually don't got it. I actually don't want it. <laughs> so here's somebody else take that, Anisha. So um, yeah, I want you to know that in no ways was I trying to take advantage of you and all that you know how to do and all that you are willing to do. But I appreciate you a lot, Kim. Why, thank you, friend. And I appreciate you taking that part because it worked out. So <laughs> we were able to get it done and make the podcast, you know, and that's what we that's what we set out to do. And thank you, Markia, for suggesting that. I think we were a little resistant. And then finally, we said, why not? Let's see what happens. <laughs> and so, you know, and one season was born. It's about to be in the can. So here we go. It's wild. Um, do y'all think that it gave what it was supposed to give? I think, listen, I'll start off. I think it actually did more than we thought it would do. Like people actually like listen to the shit that we say, which I think is kind of wild. Like they actually are excited for these episodes to come out and listen to us talk to each other, <laughs> which is wild. Um, and more than I expected, I was like, oh, maybe like five people will listen and like, it'll be cute and we'll go from did, there. Did she say five? Damn. <laughs> she have mad low expectations. I hear you. Go it's ahead, not low expectations. Ahead. It's just like, I mean, you know, everyone has a podcast these days, right? So like, what's the differentiating factor? Um, you know, but it, it it turned out to be really cool like people really messaged me and they're like oh my god this episode is great oh I love this I love that and it's just like oh I'm glad that you're enjoying 
us just talking about regular ass shit because <laughs> that's what we do i think it um, gave what i wanted it to give i think that i wanted it when i listened to it i wanted for for it to be thought provoking. I wanted people to think about the different parts of their life. I wanted them to think about like, how am I communicating? Um, let me think a little bit more about my relationships. Um, let me think more about like who I am and what's going on with me and what's next with me. So I wanted it to be thought provoking. And when I listened to it, I really enjoyed it. And I do love that we're three very different people, which I think is really amazing. Um, and I loved listening to Black women because when I listened to it, it spoke to me and we wanted it to speak to Black women, right? Because we know that our experiences in this world is very different from other people. And so I think that we spoke to that. And, and I think that Black women were able to hear us and see themselves in us, which is important for me. What about you, Kim? Um, I didn't have expectations. So I think what I was very surprised about was how like honest and authentic you had to be in order to hold some conversations, right? Like, because you don't want people to think that you're fake mm-hmm. or that you're, you know, you're trying to portray something that you're not. So, I mean, you know, honestly, y'all, that's who the fuck I am. People that know me, they know that that's who I am. Like, <laughs> My personality is wild. I'm a little all over the place. I say wild things and to know me is to love me because you can't, if you don't shit, you got to go because I would be too much for you. So, you know, that's just, you know, you have to put who you are on the air in order for it to work. No, I definitely agree. Um, If you had to pick a favorite um, episode, does anyone have one off top? Um, for me, I think my favorite episode was identities and labels. Okay. Um, I think it was my favorite because it was probably the most vulnerable for me Mm. because it really made me think about what are the labels or roles that I kind of take on? Where did they come from? Do I want to keep those labels? Do I want to let them go? And I started, I talked, I talked about the label of pretty and smart. And until then, I never thought about how wedded I am to both of those labels and Mm. how when those labels go well, I'm on top of the world. But when things don't go well with them and I don't feel smart or I don't feel pretty, how it really truly impacts me negatively. Right. Like and it really, really takes a toll on me. And so it was my favorite because I was able to be vulnerable and I learned more about me. And it helped me to really rethink that. And, you know, do I want to let go of those labels and what it would mean to let it, let it go? So, yeah, I like the vulnerability that I had to have in, in, in that um, episode. So that was my favorite. Okay. Kim, what about you? Oh, okay. See, okay. So I, I, I include the takeover episodes in our season because that's when we first came out in mm-hmm. February. And of course, my favorite episode was with our guest, Marla Renee Stewart. She is like my, I idolized her. She's amazing. You know, it was really about like having conversations about um, sex and intimacy and and all the other things that go with that. And I think um, it was just really good because we had a guest and she was dope. Like I asked her and she said yes. 
but we were able to have conversation, I think, and start a conversation for people that they are afraid to have or they don't feel comfortable or safe having because, you know, sometimes certain topics can be taboo for people or they or they've had this thing that they, that's been conditioning them to not talk about it. So there's an awkwardness. So, you know, anything that can make people uncomfortable and really start a conversation, I'm with the shits. Let's do it. So what about you, Marquia? Um, I had a couple. I enjoyed all of our guest episodes. Of course, it was cool having my bestie on, Anzala, um, doing um, the work with intimate partner violence. That was really good. Of course, getting to know my new friend, Alex L. Um, yes, we are friends, people. That did happen. Not in um, your head, girl. In not your in my heart, head. In we your have phone. each other's numbers. We text. Um, that is my friend. <laughs> um, so that episode was a good time to talk about her books. Um but I also enjoyed the um, Black Girl Joy episode. I think that, that was really fun because as Black women, we're not necessarily, you know, encouraged to have fun. And it was just a good time to talk about things that brought happiness and joy and just uh, all things being awesome and Black. So, yeah, but yeah those are definitely like my faves. Um, so in the future, right, as we get prepared for next season, what do you want to see changed um, coming up? What can we improve upon? What can we do to make this even better for those listening? So for me, I think that um, I might want to change the structure around. I love that we ask each other what we're working on because I think that that's really important. I think that there should always be a time that even in all of your relationships, people get a chance to be heard, right? And to be validated in some way. So I love that part. Um, I think I want to add a little bit more humor into it a little bit. Um, I think I want to add something where we talk about like our favorite memes. I think that we are also immersed in social media and we always send each other's memes. Like that is the thing that we do to each other and, and other people do. I, I have friends who I don't even talk to. We just send each other memes. That is our form of communication. <laughs> so I, no, seriously, the shit is crazy. Like my boy, we don't even talk anymore. He just sends me memes. I send him memes. We say little extra shit and that's it. And I'm like, yo, you know, we haven't talked in like months, but it felt like we did because we've been sending each other memes. So I want to have a like a part in here where we talk about like the best memes that we've seen for the week. I think it could be fun and I think it could resonate with people. So I want to add something like that into the structure, some some humor. What about you, Marquia? Um, maybe a little like more interaction with listeners, like maybe let people write in. Um Ooh. and then, like maybe do some type of like ask a question. It could be like an advice thing, it could be something about our respective selves but that might be something cool to add to the mix um just so you know our listeners feel that they have more of a say in the content that they are participating in what about you kim oh i love it <laughs> um i think we need more guests right let's we can we don't need a guest every time but i think um mixing it up and seeing how people interact with us we had such a good time with those guests and that and that helped us to see that we could do it. But I think we mm -hmm. just keep it with us because it's easier to coordinate mm -hmm. and kind of like less structured. Like I said, <laughs> we put together a little plan for what we're going to talk about today in 30 minutes. And someone will be a guest would probably need a little more. So it's convenience. But we could definitely start, you know, talking to various people. And, you know, also like 
uh, figuring out what is the season two structure, right? The topics. What are we going to talk about? So we're trying to get more racy, trying to get more. (laughs) I'm always wanting to get more racy and push the envelope a little bit. Listen, no, we didn't talk about misogyny noir. We didn't talk about racism, capitalism. We didn't talk about none of that shit. And, you know, maybe we mix it up and see, right? Like there's different topics that you could talk about. Because a lot of that's that, you know, the workplace stuff, microaggressions, you know, Mm -hmm. there's all sorts of things that, you know. And it can get light too. I mean, it can go each way. So I don't like that. I like to mix it up. Give a little oomph to it. So I think this one was kind of like an introduction of who we are. And then we layer things on it. So who knows? we'll be we'll figure it out (laughs) we will and if you're listening and there's something that you really are into we'll definitely take your suggestions we can't guarantee you it'll be implemented but you can totally comment and be like i really love this or don't get rid of that and we'll take it into consideration so if you're listening at home and you have a thought message us or comment on a post and we'll we'll think about it okay what if we added i'm thinking about a (laughs) a section called shoot your shot you know i don't know (laughs) <laughs> what would that look what, like what, friend right like what who, who's shooting a shot or you shooting your shoot shot? shot shoot your shot could mean a number of things it doesn't necessarily need to be a, a, about a person so we're asking you exactly what the heck like i don't mean? know we, okay we, we'll I think just, it through the question just you just like it to me. you just you like know, it just, shoot your I shot. threw it out there you know <laughs> you should you shot your shot i understand see <laughs> even with that <laughs> okay I, I mean, listen, I'm all in. I'm all in for all different types of changes. I like to shake things up a lot. I do think that this season was really for people to get to know us. And so now that they know us a little bit more, we can do some different stuff. I think that we should also maybe like one episode or two talk about a TV show that like is very popular that is about Black people and maybe our thoughts on it and things like that. I think that'd be cool. Like to Insecure break down Order? A show. Because y'all I know, mean, I can't wait till October. Season five is on its way. The last season. Yes, I'm an Insecure fan. So maybe we should be talking about that. I mean, we talk about sisterhood, right? And so we, we need to talk about Molly and... um. What's Issa's? Issa? Issa. Her name is Issa. Lord. <laughs> wow. It's been some months. And she lied and told y'all she's a fan. Don't even know damn Issa's name. <laughs> I am a fan, but it's been some months. It's not my fault. Her name is Issa. <laughs> damn, girl. All right. So I got a binge watch. I ain't yes. watched one of the seasons. Get you some HBO oh, Max, friend. I mean, this is sometimes when you might get your, your black car revoked. When you say you never watch the season of Insecure. I don't have cable. I don't have oh, TV. True. Like, yeah, yeah, what the hell? I forgot. <laughs> Damn, bitch. Don't cable shame. I got HBO Max. You want my code? I'll give you my password when it's when we done for the day. All right? As long as they don't act like Netflix, I'll take it. I'm going to hook you up. Only yeah, like you four of my family members got my HBO Max code. You good. <laughs> you got to catch up because you need to understand how trash Molly is. Yes, I'm Team Issa. Argue with your mama. Molly's a trash friend. I, I don't. I, I don't want to fight with you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not even going there with you when it comes to that show. I will give my opinion. I will stay in my lane, and that will be the end of it. Molly been trash. That's just what it is. Issa's not perfect. Yes, I understand that. People at home, but woo, Molly was pretty awful. So. <laughs> We'll see what happens in October. 
I just want Easton mm. to live happily ever after, but what's the name with the baby on the way? I'm not sure if that's going to happen. So I can't wait. With I'm Condola? Done. With Condola and the baby. Everybody oh, want to kill no. Condola and her baby on the way. No. Uh, no. That shit feel like some real life shit, though. Like, oh, what? Like, that's a big choice to make. Like, are, are, am I going to do this with you? When I was with you, you didn't have a baby. Now we're back together. And you have one. Ah, that's a hard one. You know? Yeah. Uh, Issa, love mm. yourself, girl. I don't know. I just. Mm. Make yeah. better choices. Yeah. Yeah. It needs some time oh. to cool down. if They're going to try to make that work, in my opinion. A lot of time. Uh, <laughs> Let me not say something mean. So let's get started in. Okay, the next part of the episode. <laughs> so in doing this podcast, right? Um, and as we're talking about what we want to see in the future for the podcast, over the time that we've been working on this, what changes have you seen for yourself? What ideas do you see happening? How have you changed from working on this podcast? And since we've been in the panoramic picture, that is never going to end <laughs> ever because people <laughs> just don't want us to be outside. <laughs> I think for me, um, when I think about something that has really changed in me, I have learned to prioritize pleasure. Like, and a lot of that is like in leisure things. So I remember going to California and being at the beach and noticing like so many people, guys, in the middle of the day was like playing, like adults playing just having a good time in the middle of the day. And so throughout this pandemic, I decided that, listen, the leisure recreational things that are important to me are gonna get prioritized. So I go to a boot camp class at least two to three times a week in the park, in Central Park, in New York City. I mean, I've been like in 90 degree weather, y'all, doing my boot camp class. And it feels amazing that I have carved out time in my day to be able to go and do this because I decided that it was a priority. And if I had to keep it all the way funky with y'all, when I would walk in the park in the mornings in the beginning of the pandemic, I got jealous because it was always be a lot of white people. I'm like, why is it that they take advantage of Central Park, it felt like, in ways that I'm not? Am I not because I don't have the time to? Is it because a lot of Black people don't have jobs that allow them in the middle of the day sometimes to just take walks? I'm not sure what it was, but I was like, listen, I want to take advantage of this recreational kind of side of New York in the same way that other people do. So now I go and I go to the park three times a week. Either I do the boot camp class and sometimes I just walk. I just walk the whole park, which is about like six miles or a little bit more than that, I think. And I'll do that. And it's been life-changing for me. It feels so good. So part of all of that, I would say that I have prioritized self-care. I prioritize my pleasure and whatever that is. And I prioritize just leisure, just kind of having fun and doing recreational things. So that's one thing I've noticed that changed in this pandemic. Um, and I guess that's just a part of it. I could probably come up with some more stuff. I'll let you guys keep the, keep the party going. I'll, I'll figure out some other ways in which, you know, things have changed for me and I see my future. But Marquia, you want to jump in? I was actually going to give it to Kim. So I feel like I'm talking a lot. <laughs> you are the host for the episode. So of course you're talking a lot, but I will go next. 
<laughs> Thank you, Marquia. No problem. Um, I gotta tell y'all, man, it's a couple of things on here that's just jumping out at me. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. Let me be very clear with y'all. I my work ethic trash. The pandemic fucked up my work ethic. Be <laughs> like, yo, I bitch be like, can I nap? Like, I don't give a fuck about that. I'll do it tomorrow. Like, you know, I think it just forced me to just be like, it's not it's not all important today. So, you know, I'm, I'm joking about that, but I, it shifted how I feel about like myself as like, you know, at work and my mm -hmm. performance, like I'm going to get it done. I don't need to get it done now and I don't need to stay late to get it done. So that's really changed like what I think. And so it's helped me to prioritize. Like I've told you all, I got I got debt free um, during the pandemic. And so I think it's changed kind of like I'm not a person that is, you know, that's dodging the phone calls anymore and the bill collector. So I can dream differently about my future because I'm not in debt. Mm. And so I think that's shifted for me because you're just so busy trying to avoid or fix or like, you know, pay a little bit off here. And the frustration of that has, but I, I, you know, my mindset still has to shift in, into that different space. So I haven't quite done that yet. Cause I'm still trying to think like, well, what do I want to do? Like, what's the goal? And it's because I haven't had the opportunity to think like that. So it's just a, it's a, it's a shift that I have to make. And lastly, my physical health, you know, I think um, being, becoming a person who became ill during the pandemic, um, you know, I thought I was a relatively healthy person before that, um, you know, with like a, one or two things that were manageable, but, you know, being hospitalized and getting sick with the coronavirus and, you know, subsequent uh, things that happen after that has actually made me realize, like, I need to do a total fucking reset about what I think about my health and longevity. And what do I want to, who do I want to be when I'm like 80? You know, I've got to take care of myself. And so I really have to think about like, there's no child to take care of me or make decisions. So I've mm -hmm. got to be healthy enough to really um focus on that so shout out to the COVID survivors yes mm -hmm. so yeah. you know physical physicality health go every i got a whole fucking list i have my 29th medical appointment since i've been discharged mm -hmm. on april 26 and let me tell y'all people with chronic illnesses i can't even say i feel you because this you know I, I an inkling of this is what you deal with i fucking hate it for you so i just wanted to say that to my people out there who are going through chronic illnesses and having to deal with medical everything all the time. It's exhausting. So that's it for me. What about you, Marquia? Mm -hmm. Well, we're happy you're, you're here. And I know it's not ideal to go to your 29th appointment, but at least you're able to do that. So yes. Thankful that you are still here to do that. Cause I'm not um, on your life insurance. So like if I would have lost you, I would have just been sad for <laughs> no money to go on vacation. <laughs> and that would have been shitty. So I'm glad that you're still here so we can make arrangements. And go ahead, Marquia. <laughs> Did you want to address that, Kim? Uh, listen, she already knows. I've, I've been trying to get Hans Chanel to sit down. Let's go over our, our, our end of life plans. But now, one of these hoes did nothing. Wait, but now that we're business partners, it's even better, right? So, yes, there will be some life insurance. And I'm not getting a small amount. Let me be real clear. No bullshit. At least a million. I need at least that because if you go, it's really going to impact me. I'm going to need a lot of time off of work. And there's this National Ge Geographic trip 
that takes you around the whole world, I'm just going to need to go. Okay. And so that's going to take some time. And then I can come back and work and figure out what's next. But yeah, I'm going to need some paper, some long money. Markia, we're those kind of friends. We get it. <laughs> I love you. There it is. I love you guys. <laughs> um, for me, definitely hard stops when it comes to work. Um, definitely like very strong boundaries because I could die tomorrow. If you've learned nothing else about COVID, like you really could just be out this bitch and I don't want it to be, oh, all I did was work. Right. So I got more comfortable with attempting to travel in a panorama. It's still stressful. It's still nerve wracking, but it still experiences that, you know, if I died tomorrow, I could be like, well, at least I got to do that thing, you know? Um, personal growth, definitely like not so much meditating, but definitely expressing more gratitude, trying to be thankful for things, even when it does not go the way that I want it to trying to find the positive or the lesson in it. Sometimes it's very hard because I'm like, this is bullshit, but usually you do find some type of positive or like protection or something in things not going necessarily the way that you want to. Um, like I said, definitely a lot more traveling, going to Miami in a couple weeks. Um, but definitely not going out a lot, not going to anybody's club because you know, in Florida, y'all want some other shit. So <laughs> no, no on that. Um, <laughs> as far as relationships and friends and stuff, you know, maintaining the relationships I have, but definitely prioritizing self, um, because I was a person that was definitely overly accessible to people and probably still a little bit more than I should be um but being selfish with my time and being like no I don't want to do that like I'm not going to do that and I'm gonna stay in my house and watch Netflix or I'm gonna stay in my house and cook or I'm gonna stay in my house and eat an edible and be high it's legal in New York State so there's that um <laughs> disclaimer <and> then, <laughs> don't don't get it twisted right it's very legal one time for being state. an upstanding citizen Thank right you very much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then definitely elevating I guess my fitness so in the pandemic I've mentioned before I started with effect fitness and that has been really helpful I'm now on the green team if you are a part of effect then you know that Shayon is the head trainer for a green team it's a little much not gonna call it ghetto but it's something like it um and we do that three times a week at 5 50 a.m um oh yeah and he does not take excuses which is cool but also terrible um so I live in a perpetual state of soreness but overall I'm happy so I've definitely made a lot of steps to make sure that I am happier I love to hear that um, I think that as I was listening to you guys, like, I think I could add a little bit more about other than my <laughs> leisure time, <laughs> which is important. Um, I did realize that as far as like the direction of my career and the work, I love what I do and I, and I am very passionate about it. Um, I am passionate about all the ways in which I can help people. So I love that, like not just being a therapist in the room with people, but all the other ways in which I can help people. So that passion is still very strong. Um, I do think about personal growth and reading more. So my, my dream is to have like this huge library. I have a lot of books. I do have a lot of books that I haven't read too. Let me be clear, y'all. Like, I'll be like, oh my God, it's a great book and I buy it. 
So what I really want to work more on is reading the books that I buy. That's like a vision that I have for the immediate future. I just bought like two new books and I'm about to buy another one. And so I really want to read the books that I buy. So that, that's a huge thing that I want for my future. Um, I want to buy some more cryptocurrency because I've had some really good, I don't want to say it was luck, but like I've, I've done pretty well with some crypto. So I want to buy some more of that. Um, I, I will say I'm very proud of myself. I paid off a, one of my student loans. So let's be clear, y'all. I've been an undergrad and I've been yeah. in graduate school twice. So y'all could imagine what that student loan life looked like for me. And in January, Biden is about to be like, you got to start paying again. <laughs> I was like, let me pay off one of these loans, right? Before I go to the mother load joint. So I paid off one, like last week, I dropped a tear. After like I pressed it, like I had to take all that money. I gave him a lump sum. I called and was like, listen, you know, are y'all willing to take a different amount? It was like, no, we want all our cash. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me speak to the manager. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you, lady. <laughs> Who is willing to like take a lump sum or something from me? They was like, no, they wanted all of it. I was like, damn. Mm -hmm. I gave them that money, though, because I really wanted to be done with them. I've been paying them. I don't even want to say it out loud. I've been paying out one loan since 2005. Like, yo, that shit should have been paid by now. Let's be clear. I took in time off all the things that students do, but I really wanted to be done. So I feel really good about that. Um, I've also realized that I always felt like I needed people around me because I'm one of seven kids and I'm used to being around people all the time. It's constant. In this pandemic, I realized that I could be alone. Like I could just be by myself and be fine. I appreciate that a lot. I've always felt that I could, but I never truly tested it out. But I think in this pandemic, I have. And so it's been amazing. Like, okay, I still have my community. I still have my people. I still have my partner. I still have, I still have all of that. But I can also just be alone. And similar to you, Marquia, I have prioritized sleep. Sleep is great. I'm trying to tell y'all. In the Staying middle of the problems. day, like a six-year-old, <laughs> a straight kindergarten, first grader, I take a nap. Nap, nap. Like, up, uh, hour nap. I put it on my schedule now. I got my boot camp on my schedule. I got my <laughs> nap on my schedule between sessions. Like, I've had to figure out the things that are important to me and do that and prioritize me and what I need and what I want. I know I'm not always going to get everything I want, but I've definitely started to prioritize sleeping. Fitness, of course, has been important. Eating better. Therapy once a week, 9 a.m. Thursdays. I don't miss. I don't play that shit. <laughs> so just kind of prioritizing me and the things that are important is something that I learned because every, like, you know, I, anything could have happened. Like I could have caught COVID and, I, and it, there could be been a possibility that I'm not here today. Right. So I need to ride this shit to the wheels fall off I need to go hard and do the things that make me happy because there may be a day that I can't and so that's what I'm trying to do um so I think Kim what what's our vision for black woman behold you and Marquia what do you what do you guys envision for us next what's next for us oh me uh-huh <laughs> okay girl so y'all i'm sitting here because we listen we on zoom y'all i gotta tell you i'm sitting here waiting like 
Is someone going to say something? <laughs> Go ahead. I'll leave it in. We're going to leave it in. We're not even editing that out because it was like, what? I heard Marquia's name. I didn't hear my name. So that's how it works over here. Um, well, yes, before that, I, I would like to say I'm glad we're all in a better place. You know, there's some shitty areas. Of course, there always will be. Not everything can be a 10 in your life. And so, you know, um, definitely taking an assessment of that is important. Um, my vision for Black Woman Behold, um, oh God, there's so many. So I'm going to distill it down to two things. I think um, I really want the things that we have been meaning to get off the ground to just really get off the ground, right? Uh, my impatience, like I'm an impatient person. Like I, I keep telling people, I think I have ADD because I'm always like this thing, let's go, let's do it now. And then it's like 10 different things and I want to do all 10 of them. So I think I have to like get a little better about that because sometimes I can be speedy Gonzalez on a lot of things. But um, I just want the things that we that that we say are going to roll out to roll out to see how people respond to them so that we can course correct or just like be validated in our hypothesis of what we want this thing to be. So um, I want all of the things to go and I want people to be excited about it. And I want a big old community of people who are working on their healing and their journey to wholeness. So for me, I think just, I don't need a lot. I just need a little bit. Like we don't need a million people. We just need people who are believing in this enough to help themselves and to be the conduit to, for that. So what about you, Marquia? We would not turn away a million people though. Just, you know, no, we won't. Their universe. We, we, no, would like, we, won't. we would like the million if you do decide to send that our way. Um, but I think continuing on the trajectory that we're on, we have a pretty good following. And I think that we're doing a good job of engaging and providing content that those that are currently with us are enjoying. And, you know, day by day, we're getting more followers. I think we're at like 3,033 right now. And considering when we started, we were at like 226 or some shit like that. So, you know, continuing that and growing in a way that makes sense, that's on brand, um and is genuine and authentic is really what I want to see us keep doing and I think that a part of that path is this podcast um as well as the things that we will be rolling out in the future so for me um I'm so excited about what Black Women Be Whole has to offer to Black women um the way in which we think about them, we think about all the nuances of a Black woman, we think about and prioritize the healing of Black women, when, you know, the world doesn't always prioritize our healing. So for me, you know, the things that we've set out to do, which is like this four-week course, is really to get our message out to women. I can't wait for that, like that vision that we have, and we have things laid out for you ladies, let me tell you, and I just want it all to come to fruition. You know, and the hard thing is, is when you're starting a business, you generally have already a career, a nine to five, however you want to put it, right? Like, and you take the other time that you have when you're not doing that thing to push towards this other thing. And it can be difficult. For those of you out here are entrepreneurs who have started your own business, you know the time that you have to put in, that you're doing double, triple time, right? Like we meet on Saturdays and Sundays and at nights and in the early morning. You know, and so it can be 
it can be hard, right? Like it just can be really draining and tiring to do all the things and, and, and um, show up for all of your roles. But I'm here for it because I think that we have something special and I can't wait. Awesome. Is there anything else we want to share before we head over to any advice we might share with our friends before we leave them for a little bit before we start our next season? Um, I think really about vision and the future. I think um, it's important for people to do this work for themselves because, you know, we just talked about changing in the pandemic. I mean, Black Woman Be Whole had to pivot because of the pandemic. And I think everyone had to, you know, we were doing and we were planning for in-person stuff and then we had to pivot to online. And so we had to create it kind of from scratch. I mean, we had elements, but I think it's reflective of everyone having to course correct or think about the plan that you may have had in place from a year ago. You know, you've got to reevaluate it so that you can you know, reset your journey or whatever that looks like for you so that you can continue on and maybe discover that thing that you thought you wanted isn't possible, but maybe it wasn't something you should have wanted in the first place. So that's what I'll say about vision. I agree with that completely. Um, The pivot usually is guided for some way there's some lesson or some experience that's supposed to happen and it usually ends up being way greater than what you thought it was supposed to be. So before we head out, what are some tools, resources, or advice that you want to share out, offer, um, suggest to the lovely listeners at home um, during this hiatus? Um, For me, since we are talking about vision, um, I would say for you guys to write a letter to your future self. Um, write a letter, you know, talking about all the things that you want for yourself to talk about the lessons that you have learned and you want to learn for yourself to kind of lay something out for yourself, I think is really important to do. Um, it's just kind of like it's, it's goals, but it's so much more than that because you are actually talking to yourself about what you want for you. So I like that um, exercise is to write a le- letter to your future self. Um, I have had lots of really good engagement with different groups on Facebook. I've joined so many groups. Shout out to Bonnet Con, but you know, (laughs) Black Women Workout, you know, Black Women's Healing House, Mental Health for Black Women, just all sorts of different um, things that I've been interested in. So I've met a lot of people and I've learned a lot from other people um, within the group. And I've also done some engaging and like commenting and joining in in conversations that I may not necessarily be able to get with the group of people that, you know, are currently in my life, but that's okay because I have a place that I can go to, to get those really deep engaging conversations about topics. And I can choose the topics that I want to discuss by joining a particular group. So I think for me, you know, find, find your, you can find your tribe online or in person, but you know, online is very, is a very good way for you to really expand and think through some things that you may not be able to do with people currently in your life. I like that. Um, I would definitely encourage you to have conversations with the people that are around you, but not just those surface level conversations, have something a little deeper, Um, you know, ask them how they're dealing with the pandemic, ask them, you know, 
How has things changed for them? How have their priorities changed? I think that having those conversations kind of lends you to then maybe do that soul searching for yourself and assess what's going on with you and kind of take a deeper look at where maybe you can make adjustments. Maybe you don't need to, but I would I would push you to see if there was adjustments that needed to be made. Um, but take those times and those moments to have those conversations because you never know what you can uncover and what it can help you really discover about yourself or what changes you might want to see um around you yeah maybe it's time to reinvent yourself if it is figure out what that looks like um it's always a good time to reinvent yourself that's what i say like if you're not happy with something and it's not working figure it out figure out what works um yeah i think it's time to also sharpen up your social skills we've been in a house for some time we haven't been around people you know start to get acclimated and if that is like joining these groups that Kim talked about and deepening conversations with people so you can get acclimated and so you can really be out in the world to be social again in the way that you would like I think that you should do that anything else from anybody no. Can't wait for next season. We about to kill. We about to be out in these streets. We about to kill it. I feel good about it. I yeah, really yeah. feel good about this session, this, this season. I didn't said session. I'm always in session. <laughs> um, I feel good about this season. I'm excited <laughs> about this season. I'm excited about next season. We only gonna take a short break, guys, um, and then we right back at it. We just yeah. need a minute to regroup. That's all. A little rest. A little rest. A little naps. A couple of naps. A little rest, and then we back at it little rest little reset and then we'll come back with hopefully some fresh ideas that will really excite you all and can help you want to continue to listen to us that's right yeah that's what we want to do <laughs> i really enjoyed this i'm yes. really glad we recapped season one i feel good about it me too we can go it's a fun time it's a historical time now for us right there'll be that time when we get national syndication we'll be like remember when we were yeah, out here come through with that speak On it into Zoom. existence i love it don't <laughs> make it. me write a treatment and submit it now because i do <laughs> stuff like that we'll be prepared when you tell us that it's submitted girl we know <laughs> we know we'll just be ready <laughs> all right y'all so, so we signing off we are signing off thank you all so much for listening to the black woman behold podcast not just today but this whole season and we're so thankful um to have you a part of our journey and we'll be back we'll be back in like a month or so so don't think we're leaving you too long you can always re-listen to the old episodes if you get that itch um you can follow us on social media at black woman be whole that's on both facebook and instagram our website is coming i'm sure that's one of the 10 things kim was referencing earlier um but it is coming um as well as our four-week course possibly our workbook so keep your eyes out you never know these things might pop up during the break um but we look forward to getting back to you all very soon and we love y'all so thank yes. you bye guys we'll <laughs> see hearts. you in a little bit big hearts <laughs> thank you everybody for supporting us yes thank you bye y'all bye bye